Friends from Faraway Podcasting presents Ill Will. Ill Will is a horror anthology podcast written and directed by Keegan Vanderwicken. Ill Will may contain themes and topics not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Now, I do not see the full purpose or reason as to you recording a conversations, Mark. Again, Samuel, it is not for you, but for my own benefit. I've taken your advice, not let any leads go, and I've now found myself... Recording myself has actually allowed me to compile some useful information. And how has your questioning gone? Oh, also, I'll be counting this as part of my advisory services, and you will get a fee. Additionally, can we get a cup of tea going? I'm a little parched. Thank you. Right, um, that's fine. Um, now I have spoken with many spirits who met my brother within the last year. Um, and... There is another person that they all keep mentioning. I believe her name is Lily, though I don't know who she is, but apparently my brother has been traversing across the United States hunting monsters with her. Now, that is interesting. Do you know what it was that they were hunting? For my best guess, I think it is something that escaped from a reflection, potentially the same thing I was going to summon a few weeks ago. It's all a bit disconnected currently, but as far as my best estimate can tell, sometime within the past year, they ran into each other. I think she herself may have a curse, as in multiple instances... Ah, here we go. Uh, in multiple instances, she's kissed someone, and they have transformed into a variation of Flora. Does that mean something to you? Samuel? No, 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 no. <sighs> I know who she is. I know who she is. And it's not good. Please, do not ask me anymore. If it will help me locate and save Michael, then I do need to know. Please, Mark. I made an agreement, and I do not want to put you in danger. Right, so, my brother and mother go missing, and I'm left alone in this house, and after taking your advice, and taking more care with those that I speak with, in the first bit of evidence that I find, you're now telling me to ignore. Yes, Mark, please! I'm sorry, Samuel, but I don't think I can let this go. It's not that I don't want to tell you. It's that I cannot. So when you said you have an agreement, you actually meant you have a contract with somebody. No, no, it is not a fully binding contract, but... Damn it, Mark, I was tricked into secrecy. What is stopping you right now? 
The spell that bound this secret to me is powerful, and certain parameters must be met before I can speak freely. Right. More magic. Ever convenient. So, what was the specifics of this charm? Again, I cannot say. However, I do know that if you already possess knowledge, I am at no such risk of confirming or denying the truth to you. Ergo... Oh, that's this is kind of... Hang on. <clears throat> Ergo, tell me everything you currently know. It appears you have not just taken to organizing the mess, but began adding your own thoughts to the collection. So, please, walk me through with what you have learned. As I was saying, they met up within the last year and appear to be chasing down what I believe is a single form of reflection that has some way somehow gotten out and is on the loose. Based on more than a handful of these accounts, this being in particular is interested in making or creating offspring. I know it has to be near places where a body of water is convenient to hold larvae, but once its victims is ready, it appears that the larvae grow within a host and change them. Best as I can tell, something is creating more monsters that are feral. And the real tricky part is, I'm not sure how they have been tracking it or what its main goal was to begin with. Every time it seems to be happy with the results of its growing children, but Michael and Lily soon arrive and put an end to it and whatever it's planning. And the next monster after is improved on. Okay. So... You're saying this thing is nesting near water. Do you have a map and pen? Yes. Um... Here we are. Go through your files and let me know the oldest occurrence you are aware of. Please. Both the name of the victim and the city. Right. Um... Lucas Ballard, Minneapolis, Chris Olson, Nauvoo, Amelia Cohen, Clarksville, Deanna Mann, Lagrange, Wilma Blair is in Boulevard, and Vanessa Thomas is in Pilot Town. So take this, and it looks like they are hugging the Mississippi River pretty tightly, going up and down the current. Following this pattern, who was the most recent victim? That would be the high schooler and the coach that was in Greenville. Okay, so based off that, I think you have a decent shot in finding them in either Vicksburg or Baton Rouge. Right. This brings me as to why I was needing your help. As it stands, I do not think I can leave the house. I'm afraid to leave it's unattended for any length of time in case Michael does end up not being stuck and comes home. With that said, if you can investigate Baton Rouge, that would be much appreciated. And in exchange, 
think of it as a chance for knowledge. If you actually do find anything useful, I would be more easily persuaded to let you take one additional item upon your return. And if I do not return? <laughs> I assumed you could handle yourself against a reflection. Am I mistaken? I can handle myself. Of course you can. What will you be doing while I traverse the country for you? I will be looking further into who Lily is. If you are unable to provide answers, I take it to mean that the answers are already somewhere within this house. Excellent observation, Mark. May I suggest that you locate the family photographs? After all, they are the one thing you cannot replace. Yes, that is excellent advice. And, if I may ask, I know of only one person who can bind you into secrecy. Please tell me. Why has my mother asked you to hide this from me? Mary has a very complicated past. It is a messy business that she thought best to keep both you and your brother out of. She's doing what any good mother ought to do. Protecting her children. So then, if my mother is the one who bound you, then there are two options of the truth. Either she is dead, and you are no longer bound to the contract, or else she is alive still. Alright. She does not necessarily need to be alive. Mark. But either way, we still have the problem of being unable to confirm what has happened to her. Now, sadly and regretfully, despite the powers we are both gifted with, it seems your mother's own magic has once again proved superior. As I recall, you have still yet to summon her spirit for confession. Is that correct? Yes, but... Meanwhile, I am sure you remember that I have never been able to track her or follow her as she kept constant wards. And I do not mean just these lovely charms throughout your home but also those protective runes she had tattooed on her own skin. So then I will practice. I need to get stronger, Samuel. Do you know how I can do that? Well, I mean, that, you know, that actually might work. No. If it works. If it works. Minimal damage, maximum reward. Let's start with this. A doll. A, a doll. No, no, Mark. I, I meant to pick up a little stick. You will wave it around, uh, teach you a little spell, levy your saw. Yes, the doll, Mark. Right. So what do I do with the doll? Pick it up. Good. Now, what I'm wanting you to do is to focus your energy on this doll. 
and tell me about it. Well, it is clearly a cursed object. It's old, raggedy, and smells like mothballs. No, Mock. Really look at it, and tell me the history of this doll. Treat it as though it were a spirit vying for your attention. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Kindly tell me about yourself. This doll is indeed cursed. I see a small child and a mother at a bus station. It's raining and the child put the doll next to them on the bench. The child is now jumping in puddles while the mother is on her phone speaking to someone. A bus is approaching and the child is still in the street dancing. The driver sees the child and attempts to stop. The brakes lock up and begin to skid. The mother realizes what is happening and grabs the child, pulling them back to the curb. They quickly gather their things and board the bus. The mother is apologetic and the child oblivious. Neither notice the doll still sitting alone at the bus stop. Neither notice as it is left behind. The doll was mad, angry for being forgotten by the careless child. It wishes to be out of the rain and out of the storm and in bed with the child, warmed with a cup of cocoa. It urges itself forward and clatters to the wet cement. The water and rain is falling harder than before and the doll is swept into the currents and pulled down into the gutters and through the sewer grate. The doll wills itself to move again and continues traversing beneath the streets towards its child. Even this far away, it can hear the soft heartbeat. It is a long journey, but eventually the doll makes it back to its home. It places itself neatly outside the front door to be found the next morning. The mother is getting ready for work inside, and as she leaves the home, she kicks the doll. She stops to look at it, now disgusting and not as brightly polished as it had been months ago when lost. The mother tosses the doll into the trash bin and continues to work. The doll once more willed itself to move and found itself peering through the kitchen window inside the home where it could see its child eating breakfast. But the child was not heartbroken and sobbing for the doll. No, instead the child seemed to have made a new friend out of a teddy bear. This filled the doll with rage. It sought revenge. The cracked porcelain hands grasped onto a blade it found discarded in the trash and it... 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 Well, what happened? This doll should not be allowed around children. Astute observation. And I believe this was an excellent first attempt, Mark. You do not need to only listen to the voices of those who have lived. Your gift is much better than that. You are able to know things if you simply are curious enough to ask. I think this has been a lovely meeting, Mark, as payment for both my advice and for the time it will take me to search the Mississippi. I will accept the mirror of default. Absolutely not. I still need ah, that. Ah, 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 ah. Allow me to correct myself. As payment for traversing the country, you will allow myself to borrow the mirror for the time being. I do not wish you to try to infer the history of this mirror when you are still practicing. 
I will remove this temptation from this home until you are able to more thoroughly control and get answers from those you seek. And if you don't, bah, I... Bah, 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 bah. Once you are ready and able to handle it, I shall return you the mirror. You have my word. All right, Samuel, you have yourself a deal, and in the meantime, I shall look for those old family photos. Hello, this is Keegan, the creator and producer of Ill Will. Thank you for listening to this episode. I would first like to give a special shout out to Tyler for their wonderful contribution to this project as the voice of Samuel Culper. If you would like to be involved with this product, good news! We are currently looking for some additional voices to be some upcoming characters that will be quickly introduced in the upcoming season. If you are interested, please inquire at messageillwill at gmail.com. That's message, M-E-S-S-A-G-E, illwill, I-L-L-W-I-L-L, at gmail.com. Again, messageillwill at gmail.com, all one word. Thank you. Look forward to producing content for you all and for the exciting stories we're getting ready to tell.